Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zuck. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Uh, Before I bring on my amazing guests, I always like to start with a marketing tip of the day, self-care tip of the day, then bring on my amazing guests. So marketing tip of the day. Um, It has been the trend right now. So I'm just going to talk about something that is coming across my desk personally, which I love to do. So um, a lot of people um, in terms of consultation, I've had a lot of them are saying, okay, so what do I need for social media? Like, how many days a week should I post? What do I need to do? Like, do I need to send out emails? What platforms do I need to be on? All the things, right? So, before you even analyze and do all of that, you need to invest in your personal brand. Now, what does that mean for business? Well, there is an owner behind the business. There are employees behind the business, right? So you want to make sure that you invest in some sort of photo shoot, some sort of video shoot, so people can get to learn who you are. Who is the company? Why was the business started? Like differentiate yourself from your competition. So I always suggest before you even go into your marketing plan, the first step needs to be is to invest in a branding shoot, invest in a video shoot, and you will have content for years. You can repurpose that content. You can use the photos for everything. Um, and so I really started to sell that as part of my offering. So if you are a marketing person um, looking to expand what you offer, I highly recommend considering doing something like this because it allows your clients to differentiate themselves between their competition that's out there. So... That is my marketing tip of the day. My self-care tip of the day is um, I love workbooks um, and all things self-help um, to like broaden your knowledge spiritually and um, abundantly. So I have been journaling. I have been buying fun workbooks at like Amazon and Barnes and Noble. So if you really want to expand your horizon on like who you want to show up as and what you want to do for yourself for the future and setting goals, invest in some really fun like notebooks that allow you to like expand your knowledge beyond your day-to-day thought process that allows you to expand. It allows you to think outside of the box for yourself and really create long-term goals. Um, So that's what I'm working on this week. And now I'm so excited to share my amazing guest with you today. We are so excited to have the fabulous Alex Romansky, who is the founder of Budsies and Petsies. Now we are major fans of his amazing company. He creates lookalikes from things your children like to draw about into stuffed animals. He also creates selfie pillows, selfie products. Um, He wants to bring like ideal drawings and pictures and things that aren't as tangible into tangible products. Um, So it's so amazing to see what he's created. He's been on Shark Tank. He's been doing all the things. So we are so excited for you to meet him and learn about how he got started, what's new with him, and how he can inspire you to grow in your business. So stay tuned for the amazing Alex Vermansky. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene. I am so excited to be here with the owner and founder of Budsies and Petsies, Alex Romansky. Hi, Alex. How are you today? Hello. 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 I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So excited to have you. I'm a huge fan and I will show all of my things that I have from you guys. 
So tell us a little bit about how you fell into the entrepreneurial world. Like what inspired you to even become an entrepreneur? My, that's, that's a great question. That takes me back over a decade. Uh, you know, I started off in the corporate world. I started off uh, on Wall Street, actually. And first I had to live, I guess, my parents' version of the American dream. Uh, so what some people might not know is that I, I'm an immigrant uh, myself and we came as refugees and, you know, uh, started off with not a lot. And if you know anything about the first generation refugees, that the parents want you to be a doctor, do- doctor, lawyer, right? A banker, that kind of thing. And so uh, I-, I felt like first I had to like do it for them and ensure that they didn't sacrifice all of their lives for nothing, right? And so I uh, started off in in the corporate world, but I really felt unfulfilled. I felt like I was um, I was working a lot, but not really accomplishing anything meaningful. Uh, I've always loved building things, making things, uh, being in charge of of my destiny, and and just creating. Like I I went on this retreat last uh, April May, and I sat down for for hours on end just with, with a blank sheet of paper just to like find my essence. And the thing that I wrote down was, I just love, I just love making stuff. Like I just love making stuff. And so, um, and so that's what started this whole journey. This was a decade ago. And then about uh, seven years ago or so I got into Budsies, which is what we're talking about today. And uh, thankfully I have a little sister, Michelle. Uh, She's less little now she's in college, (laughs) but she's, she's just a wonderful, wonderful human being. And she was a, a doodler, still a great artist. And she'd make up all these different characters and she loved her stuffed animals. She was very creative, played make-believe a lot, but she'd play make-believe with characters that were not her own, just like random, you know, plushies from the the store. And the idea dawned, it's like, well, she's so creative. She makes her own characters. She creates these whole storylines. Why can't she play with her own characters? And so the very first one ever made, uh, it's called Dongler. Uh, it's this uh, red pig with like a weird looking snout and this antenna on his head. Uh, and uh, he's red with like purple and blue feet. Like it's it, like he's just a trip. And uh, he was like the first Buzz he ever made. And now he's our mascot. And then from there, it, it, it snowballed. And I think to date we've made well over 100,000 uh, individual uh, plushies. Amazing. And it all started in Florida, like in your, where you live, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, at the time, I, I was not quite couch surfing, but I was I was renting a, a, a room from a, a friend of mine, and uh, and I remember just like being up at night and and packing these boxes. The, the room was just full of boxes everywhere, boxes and tissue paper, and I had like the, the like the packing scale and the packing printer and just complete madness. And then getting the boxes to the post office because you know like now we have a truck that comes and picks things up. But back in the day, like no truck would just come to my house and grab all these boxes. So like we had like loaded into the car. They wouldn't fit. The car doors were, were like flopping open. It was a complete disaster. Uh, <laughs> just getting these things through the post office. Yeah. Yep. So, like, yep. so I have to follow up on this question because obviously Please. you came from such a different background and then you came into like becoming a maker. Like how did that transition inside of outside of being inspired by your sister, but like what went into that thought process? Like, I'm just going to be a maker and create these plush animals, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I think it's, it's less about being a maker and, and more about just like building and creating, uh, impactful things. And so I, I'll say, look, I, I went to school for engineering. 
so that makes that, more that, sense now. <laughs> makes way more yeah. sense. <laughs> That's one of my degrees, and like I, my my favorite toy as a kid was, was Legos. Like I just like sat around all day alone and made just weird like cities or trains, like or airplanes or just like I, I had to make something. And so to me, this is just like to me this founder journey is like imagine you're like your favorite project from college right but like you get to kind of do it every day with cool people that you've chosen right like it's like the best project that right, keeps of all time. growing <laughs> right yeah <laughs> so, so that's how i view it is 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 just it's given me the opportunity to build and create and i feel like every year we have more and more of an impact just as we keep growing and scaling. So freaking cool. It's been so awesome to watch your journey. Like, cause obviously you were on Shark Tank. So I have to plug that because that was totally part of your journey. So like yes. you talk about that experience and like what went into even like the application process and then being on, like, I think that's so awesome to share. For sure. For sure. So first of all, it's a really great experience. Um, I've done some TV stuff and of all the stuff I've done, that show was just, I felt the most founder friendly in the sense that they treated you with respect. All the producers were very helpful. Um, it was like a really well-oiled machine that they, they knew like where to put you, where to stage you, uh, make sure that you were properly uh, set up with, with all of your equipment and everything. And so I'm, I'm really thankful for how it was run. And so again, the engineer inside of me is just like so impressed by the processes that they put in place right here. But Going back to the, I guess, the founder side of things, uh, we applied, we had to send a video, then we did the whole application, signed your life away. It is reality TV, right? So right, like, right, exactly. You, That's hilarious. You can't forget that part. Right. Uh, and, and by the way, like, they record you for, I don't know, like an, an hour or so, and then they chop it down to, to 10 minutes. So they can make you look like the nicest guy or the biggest, or the biggest. jerk. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a fun fact. Yeah. So that's one. And then two, you know, as you're applying, there's a few things to note. First and foremost, it is a show, right? So as, as much as it is as, as it is about investment, it's, it's a TV show first and foremost. And so half the episodes that are filmed are never actually shown on TV. And so there's kind of like two barriers. Like first barrier is getting filmed and the second is actually being shown. And so the thing I realized and learned and the advice I would give to others is to really think of yourself as like a show person and think of yourself and your company as like, how, how can I show this best for a TV audience prime time on a Friday night? Right. So like put yourself in the eyes of the executive director, producer, whoever is, is, is making that final decision of who makes the cut and who doesn't make the cut and make sure that you give content that is worthwhile. I mean, you know this because you're in, in the content arena, right? So right. Totally. like, totally. right. So like, you know, your audience and you create content towards that audience. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I can share, for example, we had this, this segment of, of the taping where I had made a selfies dolls. So for those who don't know, one of our products is called the Bubsies uh, Selfies. And it's where you send us a photo of a loved one uh, and we create a plush doll lookalike of them. We do, we do this a lot for the military. We do this a lot for families, families who uh, can't be close anymore. And it's just a really warm and like 
touching. Uh, we do this a lot for couples. Some uh, couples have fun with this, and like <laughs> that's that's a whole other like like I'm rated sure. I'm different sure that's story. Uh, but we've seen it all. Anyway, so we had uh, selfies made for each of the sharks of the sharks, but we intentionally staged it so that we wouldn't like reveal that at, at the beginning. And so that, that's just one example of how we kind of framed our, our taping, our, our episode to create this like, aha, wow moment, uh, which would be good for an audience. And, and, and so uh, I, I guess the advice I would give is uh, first and foremost, if you can do it, do it. It's a really great experience. And, and secondly, if you're trying to do it, just kind of put yourself in the seat of the director uh, or producer and make sure that you create something that's TV worthy. Such a, such great advice. Thank you for that. And also too, from application to actually being filmed, like how long was that process? Like how long did you apply from when they actually called you? Do you remember that? I know we submitted the first like video application stuff that was done, I think in late spring. I remember filling out something online, like the prior fall. Um, and then I guess like the following September, early September is when we taped. And then April is when we aired. So from the time of like the actual, actual applica- like, like hard physical applications to the time of, of airing was almost a year. Unreal. Uh, during I mean, which you have, pretty typical. That's pretty typical, I think, for TV, right? I don't know. I mean, I haven't done any other, <laughs> any other reality TV shows, so it's hard for me to, to benchmark. Compare, totally, but, totally. But I will say that it's pretty nerve wracking because, like I said, there's only a 50-50 shot of you actually being shown. And so you've gone through all this work, you've made all this effort of, of building up all, all the hoopla. You can't tell anything to anyone, right? And you're just kind of waiting. And then one day you hope to get a call and you get the call and it's like, oh, you're, you're showing next week. Get ready. <laughs> what? Yeah, so cool. Like huge thing in like the entrepreneur world. Okay, I want to go back to yeah. Butsies and Petsies. So sure. I want to know like how you keep adding on ideas to yeah. the product line. Like, I'm so fascinated yep. by that. You know, like what inspires that? And then of course, like, tell us to your newest products that are out. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, thank you for asking. So um, I'll tell you this, it is not about being a genius. <laughs> so um, I think people might have this like fantasy of, of or, or this notion of like, you know, the, the founder sits there with his, I don't know, soy latte and, uh, and, and a sharpened pencil and like a, like a notepad and just like doodles away. Right. And it's like, ah, there it is. Um, and, and it, it's usually not that. Um, and I, I feel like I, I love offering some kind of wisdom or advice for, for the founders and I'll, I'll do it again here. What's been driving this innovation aside from the, the very first product is really our customers. So I'll give you an example. Our first product or service uh, was the original Budsy's Custom Plush, which is where people send us their child's drawings. We bring their characters to life as real stuffed animals. Like incredibly adorable. Uh, still just like one of the one of my favorite products that we offer is just like so heartwarming. But what happened over time is we'd have parents say, hey, um, my child can't draw well, but, but she's so cute. Can you just make a doll of her? Right? And so we could have just like let that slide. I made a few dolls here and there, but... The key is just to like listen to like what your customers actually want and hone in on that and say, oh, like that's an opportunity, right? Like that's something that could be kind of sliced off as like a separate offering. And if if we give it a name and, and, and give it some parameters and really optimize around it, then it creates a really great customer experience for that service or product. 
The same thing happened for our Petsies, which is where people send us, well, I'll, I'll tell you. So um, it, it, eventually, <laughs> so that's a Petsies pillow. So uh, we had a, a, a thing where people would say, well, my kid can't draw or I actually don't have a child, but I have, you know, a fur child. <laughs> and so can you just make a plushie that looks like my pet? And again, it's just a matter of just like listening to that customer, awesome. uh, noticing a cohort of, of customers who, who all kind of like want the same thing or, and creating a service around them. Uh, same thing for our specialty commissions, which is for advanced uh, illustrators, artists, anime, manga. Like I had no idea back when I started this company, just how many professional older adult artists would use our service. And yet now we do. Or uh, I, I had no idea how many brands brands, book authors. We have a whole division called Stuffed Animal Pros, uh, stuffedanimalpros.com, where uh, we've worked now with what Harvard, Google, like all sorts of brands, uh, local governments, book authors, anyone who wants you know, th- their logo, their mascot, their character. We've had software companies who create like kid software and there's like characters in there. And so they'll I'll bring them to life, right? So just, I had no idea going into this that that was a thing. But luckily, we're still a small enough company where, you know, the, the marketing team, the product team, the customer service team all engage, interact, and we have this culture of just flagging uh, things. One of our core uh, six values is, is, is curiosity, which is to, like, always kind of keep asking and digging and, like, inquiring. And so having that kind of culture is what fosters this kind of innovation. So cool. And I didn't even realize all these other add-on sectors that you have. So thank you for sharing that. That's like freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We have like, so we have three independent brands now. We have our, our Budsies brand, which includes Budsies, the selfies, Buddy pillows. Uh, we have our Petsies brand, which is the Petsies forever, the Petsies pillows, the phrase pillows, uh, socks, masks, uh, keychains now. And then we have our stuffed animal pros brand, which is really optimized for uh, bulk and, and brands and all that. Um, so cool. So, so yeah. did you ever think it would expand like to this capacity? Did you envision it for yourself or? At the beginning, this was really just like a side project. I, I felt like I was between companies. I wasn't really sure what I was going to do next. This just felt like something I was like very heartwarming and just like it felt, it felt good. Totally. Um, just like on, on a human level. Uh, but I had no idea that this was that this would become anything more than just like a, a little side hustle, uh, and it, it just kind of kept growing, 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 and then we kept listening to customers and doing more and and bringing on just really, really great people. Um, just like the the team has gotten so sharp. Um, I'm so proud of proud of everyone. Uh, like most of the most of the initiatives that uh, you see these days are are not mine. Like and. And that's probably like the proudest thing of all is, is to know that like you've inspired and, and witnessed others kind of do that. Totally. So it's... You did uh, your yeah. job. You did your job really well. So good job. <laughs> Thank that's you. a good Thank boss. That's what a good boss does. I love it. By the way, your background is fantastic. I wanted to oh. the attention earlier. <laughs> the audio <laughs> listeners, it says like dream bigger. It's awesome. I'm all about like affirmations and things like that too. That's like... Yeah. Really- yeah. This is like a giant decal on, on my wall. And it's, it, it's, it's one of the first things I, I see every day. And it's, it's true, right? Like whatever you're imagining, just imagine bigger and better and totally and go for it. Yeah, totally. Great, great points there. Okay. So what's a day in the life of Alex? So you wake up, 
tell us like a day, a day in the life of you. Sure, sure, sure. So I, I would say that uh, something I've been really honing in on, especially uh, through the, the pandemic is getting into healthy routines. And that's something I've been encouraging everyone to do uh, because the world just feels very hairy now and very confusing. It's been a kind of like a rough year for a lot of us. Um, and so I, I think having a routine helps me be more grounded. And so every morning I get up rather early. I, I, I think it's early. I don't know, like 6, 6.30. I think it's early. Early. Um, early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I hear some founders, oh, I'm up, I'm up at four in the morning. Like, okay, all right, whatever. All right. That's like even earlier. Yeah. 6.30, <laughs> yeah. I think early. So there you go. <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. you. Anyway, um, so uh, uh, wake up, uh, glass of water, uh, do a workout. Uh, I alternate between two workouts every day. And then I've been using the, the Headspace app. Uh, have you Love, tried yep, that before? The meditation apps. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah. Yep. So I've, I've been using uh, Headspace. Um, and so I'll do a 10 or 15 minute session in the morning. And then I actually use it to fall asleep, which is like, I'm totally not affiliated with them, but I'm going to totally plug the app right now. Um, because uh, for falling asleep, that, that they have a whole section on like called falling asleep. Mm-hmm. And I swear <laughs> it's like... It's like hypnosis. Like I, I, I feel my body getting heavier and like sinking into the mattress, and then, and then I'm, I'm, I'm out. It's, it's incredible. So I highly recommend uh, awesome. that app. Or, or I love Headspace. I like Calm too. Have you heard of Calm? That's I've heard of it. I haven't used it myself. Yeah. What's the difference? They're kind of similar. I mean, Headspace has shorter ones, right? What are the longest? Longest I've seen is 15 minutes. I know they have these like really long like soundscapes where. It, it goes on for hours of just like, I don't know, uh, birds singing or chirping. So that's or, or a like, lot of what calm is. Calm, Headspace has more like talking and calm is more just sound, basically. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I, I've realized that for me, like hearing these random sounds, I get, anno- I get like annoyed at the crickets. Like, why are there crickets <laughs> or whatever? Because totally, you're like in Zen mode and you're like, I need someone to tell me what I need to think and not like worry about the distractions. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no more birds chirping. Exactly. That's hilarious. Exactly. Okay. So you yeah. meditate. Okay. So in between, like, what's your day? So you, are you, do you meditate breakfast? Uh, email? yeah. Uh, a lot Standard. of calls. I live and die by Asana. Uh, that, that's my task management app, app of choice. Our, our whole team, uh, uh, lives and dies by sauna. Uh, highly recommend having something like that. I know some folks use Trello, uh, whatever works. Too, but, right? Trello is exactly like that. Very similar. But like you have to use something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have our, our weekly meetings for the, the management team. We, we have our, our monthly all hands meetings. So there's meetings, there's calls, there's calls with experts. There, there's all sorts of stuff. Um, but I, I, I think it's like, look, as a founder, you like, you're always on, right? So it's hard to give a life in the day of a founder because even if you're just like out for a walk, you're not just walking, right? Like you're walking and thinking about like the next marketing strategy, right? So for anyone who's considering the, the, the founder life, like that's uh, that's just something that comes with the territory. And so your, your life in the day might sound very glamorous, um, but there's but the, there's usually some voice in the back of your mind that's like uh, talking something about the company or like where it's going or like what you what you can do better how you can improve or that kind of thing, which is good because that's what you know keeps everything just like training forward. Right. Um, I do take 
mental health breaks for like intense things. Uh, so this quarantine, I started uh, getting back into music. Awesome. So I got a looper. Guitar over there? Is that what we're talking about, or no? Uh, yeah, the, the, there's a few guitars here. I, I, the, my apartment has become like a sound studio. That's awesome. So, 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 so there's like mics, guitars. Yeah. I, I I got a saxophone. Started playing the saxophone. There's a ukulele here. There's a drum. I, <laughs> it's a, That's I'm freaking awesome. You. I love it. One man so, or what? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love so, it. <laughs> That's that's been my uh my like zen zone for music. I've been making up my own songs and everything, and so that's been like super fun. Uh, and then I, I I got into surfing as well, which I I really appreciate that sport because if you're out in the water, you cannot have your cell phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that answer. That is a valid point. So so that's been fun too. That's really cool. is it hard to learn how to surf? Side note. Great question. I would say it depends on where you are. So if you can get to somewhere like uh, Bali or even like West Coast, California, Venezuela, Costa Rica, like those kinds of places tend to have easier surf versus like here in Florida, it's like a giant washing machine, but that's just not, not, not very conducive. So if you want to look good and feel good, don't go to Florida, go somewhere <laughs> else. If you want to just like struggle, exert a lot of energy and, and feel like a total surfing loser come to Florida. Uh, it's perfect for that. Um, but it's, it, it, uh, I think it's, it's an amazing workout. It works all of you. And unlike sports, like, so I think for a lot of sports, like tennis is a good example. If you go and you play with, with your buddy, one of you is going to be a winner, but one of you is going to be a loser. 100%. Right. <laughs> and so, so if you want to keep your friends, I suggest uh, a sport like surfing where it's more or less like you against the ocean versus right. you against the friend <laughs> and you can both win. So everyone's a winner. So I, I analogy. That's hilarious. That's so good. <laughs> Great stuff. Alec. That's awesome. Okay. So now back to the business side. So what yeah. are the newest products in? Um, I also yep. definitely want to touch upon like how you guys are doing philanthropy with giving yeah. products to children definitely. that are sick. Um, can you talk more about that? For sure. And I'll, I'll start with that because it's just so core to us. Uh, so we have a program called Budsy's Pals, which we've had for a number of years now. And it's just really special. It's really emotional. Uh, we work with hospitals and long-term care facilities for children. And we get sponsors and we give them free Budsies. And so what happens is that these kids are going through the hardest battle of their lives probably a harder battle than, I mean, for me anyway, like harder than anything I've ever faced, right? Like these are kids who are literally fighting cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, And they draw what's effectively often their like superhero or their totem that like gives them strength. And then it comes to life. And usually we have some kind of like uh, reveal party. So they, they open the box, they see their totem, their icon, like come to life in front of them. And then they bring their plushie to all of their um, all of their treatments, and they stay with it while they're resting. And you know, and, and often the parents or the family just after a while just can't be there all the time. You know, it's just not practical. And so to have a constant in their lives that's like there and and always by their side, it, it's really impactful. That's and awesome. and the videos that we get, they're just they're really emotional. And some kids, honestly, like I, I remember one child in particular, I, I, I remember asking about him, like the, 
the following year and he didn't make it. And he had this wolf. I remember he like, he made this wolf and it was this wolf that brought him strength. And he had, he like, he was just like the, the most liveliest kid and, and uh, he didn't make it, but yeah, it's, it's something that my team and I are really privileged to be a part of. And this year, I think we had 120 kids around the country that ended up getting free budsies, which is really wonderful. Oh, awesome. So yeah. And, um, as far as the products, yeah, we, we have a whole slew of products this year. Some were inspired because with COVID, we just saw how families were being separated, torn apart. Like uh, people couldn't see their grandparents, their aunts, their uncles. And so we, we wanted to create something that let people be closer together. And so we created our, our photo pillows, which are uh, really unique where you you upload uh, a photo of uh, of your friends of your family and you can choose uh, a really like beautiful decorative phrase over it and then you, you can choose accent colors and backs just like really cool designs uh we have our buddy pillows which there's a really funny video uh of my little sister so uh buddy pillows are you send a photo and we print that photo onto like a really squishable huggable pillow and it's cut out in the shape of the, of the person. And we have this like really funny video where my sister and her friend from college were like separated because of you know, COVID. And my sister sent like a, a buddy pillow of her face to her friend and got a face of her friend uh, for herself. And they opened their boxes and, and it like, like imagine the friend opening the box and getting like a three foot tall version of just my sister's face in the box. <laughs> it is, it is the funniest video. Uh, I'll have to share it with you. So, so that's a product we launched. Uh, also we have, uh, on the Petsy side, we have our Petsy's custom socks where you send us uh, a photo of your pet and we create these custom socks. We have really cute patterns, uh, pizza socks. We have donuts. Uh, we have princess, we have kind of these like geeky nerdy ones. Um, and we print those on socks. We can also create uh, face masks, uh, to keep everyone, uh, healthy, uh, in, in this time of year. They're super fun and, and they're really comfortable and, and they come out as great quality. And so it's, it's just like a, a really, uh, cool gift idea. I love it. So fun. And then the keychains too, you didn't talk about. Yes. Those are the newest thing. Uh, I think we just launched those like a week ago or so. Uh, these are these, like, uh, it's, it's these really cute, tiny, like microsized pillows. They're about uh, three or four inches uh, big and they're attached to uh, a keychain ring and you can have your pet's face printed on them. And they're just like really adorable and you can take oh. them anywhere and they're awesome. I love it. So creative. Like the expansion of your business is so fun to watch. It really is. Cause I've been a fan for a while, as you know, so it's really cool to watch. Okay. So tell Thank us um, how people can follow you on social media, get in touch with you. And then I want to play a quick game time. Oh God. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so, uh, websites are budsies.com, B-U-D-S-I-E-S.com. That's our, our main site. And from there, you'll get to mypetsies.com, M-Y-P-E-T-S-I-E-S.com. Uh, and Instagram is a great place to follow us. Uh, so, um, at Budsies, B-U-D-S-I-E-S, or at Petsies, P-E-T-S-I-E-S. Lots of really cute content. Actually, I believe in December, we're having like our 22 days of, 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 um, surprises and giveaways and whatnot. So lots of really fun stuff happening there during this month. And then overall, uh, we really, there's a lot of really cute, genuine, like, 
customer content where it, it, it's real people who meet their buddies or petsies for the first time and just have really beautiful, sometimes comical reactions. And we're just honored to be able to share those with, with our, our, our extended buddies fam. I love it. And also too, I have to just say that my, all the pets I've gifted the pillows to, they all sleep on them, like re, like on themselves. It's hilarious. <laughs> I need to send you guys pictures of them. It's so hysterical. They like love themselves. It's hilarious. So I just had to put that out there. So yes, everybody needs to follow Budsies and Petsies um, for sure on Instagram and follow them, check out their websites, all the things. Okay, Alex, we're going to play a quick game time. Um, there's there's no rush with like how fast you have to answer. This is just a fun way for us to get to know you. Okay. What is Alex's favorite food? It's these like refrigerated ravioli things that you like the supermarket. Uh, they're, they're mushroom filled. I don't know what it is about these things, but I think that the package says like six servings. That is not true. It is, it, it is a one Alex serving special. And, and, and thank God. <laughs> hey, whatever. At least they're good. They can make that. I mean, they, maybe they should just call it the Alex Fermansky ravioli. <laughs> you know, at this point, I probably bought it in one of those packs that I'm single-handedly responsible for, like, their Southeast regional sales goals. So, might as well. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, being a, a brand ambassador for them or something. Yes. Can you imagine? Like, <laughs> I'm the ravioli guy. Seriously, yes. that's hilarious. Okay. Oh if you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life from head to toe, what would it be and why? I think my my go-to outfit is is um, uh, jeans, a t-shirt, and like a nice jacket. It's super versatile. And I, I, I feel like I, I span, you know, like I, I can be like very formal and serious in like business mode. And yet I think what you're seeing is that at times I can be very playful. And oh. so I, I, I think having both of those uh, characteristics is, is, is just very core to who I am. And I think that that kind of uh, outfit represents that. But the first thing that came to mind is I have this um, this onesie that I got on that what's that website that has those like tipsy uh, uh, elves. Oh my god, totally tipsy, right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's this like redonkulous uh, onesie with like this bright blue onesie with like snowmen on it, and it's totally it's totally ridiculous. And and I remember last year going to this like really formal holiday party, this event, and everyone is dressed up in suits. And I roll in in this so onesie. <laughs> That's hilarious. It was wonderful. Was it the best outfit there though? 100%. Oh my gosh. Everyone wanted to take a photo of me. It was great. That's amazing. You made a statement. That was your statement piece. I love it. Exactly. Okay. What is your favorite destination you traveled to thus far? And what is a bucket list destination you've never been to that you want to go to? So I'm going to say, say something that sounds boring, but uh, bear with me. I'm obsessed with uh, the West Coast of America. I think California is just like the beautiful coastline. And so my favorite place to go is somewhere in San Diego County, whether it's Oceanside or Encinitas or even like downtown San Diego itself. I think it's just it's beautiful weather every day. The surfing is amazing. And most importantly... Uh, for me, you can go out at, at sunset time, stand on a cliff that's hundreds of feet up in the air, and you look down at this expansive ocean, the sun is setting, and you realize just how insignificant you are, right? 
Like the scheme of like what you're standing in totally, totally makes sense. Yeah. Right. And so like whatever ego you had that day or like no matter what you built or created, right. Like it's nothing compared to like the sun, the cliffs and the ocean. And so I find that to be a very grounding experience. Love that. Okay. And what's your bucket list destination you've never been? The pressure's on. So, so <laughs> one of my, <laughs> I, I think like a dream road trip I want to do, or, or, or maybe even a bike trip, like an e-bike trip would be cool to start somewhere in France and end in Italy and go through like the Alps and, the, and, and like start in like French wine country and end in, in Italian wine country. And just like have like wine country sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just, you know, like, right through have have everyone judge you and look down on you because it's france and it's fine um because it'll be a great trip right so, uh, <laughs> i like that i'm all about great. it okay final question if you could okay. spend a day with somebody dead or alive that you have never met who would it be and why i think um i'd like to, to spend a day with the folks at either andreessen horowitz or uh this accelerator called nfx uh, so, uh, these are, are two, two, two venture capital uh, funds. Mm-hmm. And I think that their writings and their podcasts are just so on point and so visionary. And I love how, how they're thinking a decade ahead. And I, I, I think it's very inspirational. I find them to be very wise. And I think just being around them for, uh, for a couple hours would be very inspirational. I love it. Great answers. All right, Alex, you're fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on today. Share with us again how they can follow you and reach out on your websites for some purchases. <laughs> well, thank you. And you're the best. And I'm, I'm really enjoying this conversation. Um, as far as where to find us, Budsies, B-U-D-S-I-E-S uh, dot com. Budsies on Insta, Petsies on Insta, and mypetsies.com. Uh, you can get a, a plush of your pet. You can get a plush of your child drawing, a plush of your own drawing, a plush of your spouse. Basically, any custom gift you can imagine uh, that's really like warm and wholesome is probably somewhere on our website. Definitely worth checking out. Like I said, wait. So before we close out, I need to show mm. both my stuffed animals that I have. Yes, please show the petsies. Oh, okay. This is her. Yes, that's the petsies pillow. Yes, and then we have the forevers. The forevers. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so I could not recommend them more. They're fantastic. Petsies and Budsies is amazing. <laughs> thank, so thank you so Alan. much. Thank you everyone for tuning in to Becoming Next on Scene and stay tuned for who's next on Scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on Scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.